hello, hello. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Seed Pod. We're here out at Southern Unique Sustainability in the studio with our host, Cricket. Shout out to Cricket for our little ditty jingle before uh, the episode this time. Uh, Cricket's here with uh, J Fitz Productions, and uh, shout out to them for volunteering to take some time out tonight and help us get this uh, get this show going. Um, for those of you who don't know, this is a little prelude, we'll say, to our second proper episode. But uh, we figure while we're out here, kind of working out the kinks, recording wise and things like that. Um, you know, we try to teach you guys a little something and have a little conversation, you know, on our own. So uh, we're here again at Southern Unique Sustainability, and we've got Christina Fitzsimmons with hey us. Hello, Christina. <laughs> How are you tonight? Doing great. Excellent. Glad to Th- be here. Thank you for coming on the, uh, I guess, second proper episode of the Seed Pod. Yeah, exciting times. Uh, yeah, this I mean, great. who, who would have thought we'd be out here doing this? You know, just a random after work little yeah. fun project, right? Yeah, spreading the knowledge and giving the best of what we've got. I love it. Well, good deal. Good so so what we were going to talk about, I guess, a little bit tonight is that, uh, you know, I, I've joined and I know you have founded a new nonprofit called the United Farmers Alliance. Did you want to kind of talk to us a little bit about that and kind of what you're doing and and tell us the story? Absolutely, I'd love to. And I really feel like we all founded um, UFA, United Farmers Alliance. We got our starts um, just doing monthly meetups at UFARM, Stefan's place out in Loxahatchee, Florida. Um, Great, great place. And we were... A network of farmers, a small network, and knew that we would benefit from uh, networking with other farmers. Um, So really our theme has become farmers helping farmers, um, because in this day and age, you can't necessarily just be a farmer. You have to be a marketer. You have to be a salesman. You have to understand your social media challenges and your outreach and uh, your channels and your outreach. And... um, you know, so many of us in the agricultural world do wear many hats. Sometimes we're repair women. Um, you know, we we learn to be botanists. We learn to <laughs> we learn all these aspects. But then technology comes along, and it just helps so much. Um, even just for morale, to be surrounded by like-minded individuals that share the same concerns as you. And not only that, but they share opportunities. Um, I know that some of us, even even you, have invited other members to come and use some of your land so that they can launch um, their projects. Um, Garden of Ian, correct? Yeah, absolutely. I, I know that's that's been one benefit for me, not to mention, um, you know, kind of like you said, there's there's a whole breadth of different tasks that, you know, we're each faced with in our businesses, even though we're all doing different things, it's all still similar challenges, similar problems. And, you know, to, to all of a sudden get a group of folks that say, Hey, you know, I really like how you're doing this. This is unique, but boy, you're, you're completely missing out on this other opportunity over here. Mm-hmm. And look, that's, that's easy money for you. Here's easy advertising. Let me mm-hmm. show you how to do this because it works for me. And I know my folks will be interested in your products. 
Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's a nice, it's definitely a nice kind of group that we're getting together. And, you know, I, I think, you know, more power to, to you and everybody else for, you know, continuing to show up. And hopefully this can be part of us getting the word out to more folks to come out. It's completely free to join. Um, and right now, you know, we're interested in having a, a promoting a, a diversity of thought amongst our members and and sharing all these different ideas. Yeah, it's wonderful. You know, we have <clears throat> multi-generational farmers, so we have the knowledge of the past converging with uh, new people that might not even have come from an agricultural family and it just said, you know what, this is what I believe in, this is what I'm going to do. And um, <clears throat> for them to have those mentors is, is so valuable. And for us just to have a, a common meeting place where, for example, someone's trying to nav it's scary to navigate say sometimes the usda channels to try to go after a grant or you know um and for somebody to say oh hey you know what talk to so and so they help me out so much and and this is how it works you know this is this is where you start and even just that that encouragement and and those facts you know it's it's really been huge and there's so much momentum that build just from the first meeting we did so little advertising in the beginning. Um, we're about to be coming up on our fourth meeting, and um, everybody comes back and they bring friends. and And after every meeting, you know, I'm always a little bit nervous before the meetings because uh-huh. <laughs> so I'm like, you know, are we still adding value? Are we, you know, are we are we doing this? Are we doing it great enough? And um, oh, my bad, cricket, <laughs> laid a law down in the studio, cricket. My bad, cricket. <laughs> Uh, and yeah, so I always, you know, I'm always a little nervous. I'm like, are, are we doing our best? Are we, are we doing great by everybody? And at the end of the meeting, everybody's so excited and just inspired and some of them almost relieved as well. <laughs> yeah, I, I agree. Cause I, I think it's, it's interesting. You know, you talked about how some of the, the old timers are there and I think for them seeing a, a younger group come in is refreshing and in addition for a younger farmer, I mean, we had a couple of folks at the last meeting that, uh, you know, wouldn't even identify themselves as farmers. Yeah, they refused. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, um, you know, if you're, if you're someone that's just interested or just learning about these things, you know, to see, you know, somebody that's in their, you know, seventies saying, you know, I was doing about the same thing mm-hmm. about 40 years ago, and that's how I got started. But you ought to look out for that. And to hear those stories is definitely encouraging of, well, I'm not the first guy trying to do this. There mm-hmm. are lessons to be had out there. And that's not something you can Google or even know to Google. Absolutely. Know to look around that corner. Absolutely. Having that wisdom is, is huge. And then not only the different ages – um, but the diversity, like, like you just said, some people don't identify with being a farmer because they're not, we had uh, an eco store sure. owner who reuses and repurposes items. Uh, sure. we had a worm farmer. So she's a, she's a worm oh, farmer. Yeah, she counts. Uh, we have Bosley he has the farm in the hood. So, you know, we have Very rural nice. farmers and, and urban Bosley, farmers. Bosley, uh, will be, uh, featured on our next episode. Awesome. Uh, he's already agreed. So uh, everyone keep tuned for that yeah he's he's just wonderful uh that man has been really working hard to eliminate the food desert on in west palm beach and you know from from getting the soil prepped and ready 
Um, and then now getting plants in the ground, fruit oh, yeah. trees in the ground. And, um, you know, he's right. Like he said, he's a farm in the hood. And to bring that to people, I mean, that's just so powerful. And also for him to bring his knowledge because he he had to go through all the channels. He's, he's, he has a nonprofit and, oh, yeah. and established and, uh, and yeah, and that's wonderful. And that's, that's the other side of things. I mean, um, having the different experiences, we have bee farmers, queen bee farmers, the people that are experts in the soil, you um, with your seed Seeds. knowledge. Yep. Um, yep. And, um, again, Bosley and then Stefan with his, uh, Stefan owns U farm and he's really centered around ecotourism. Yep. And we're finding that that is a niche that can really help all of us farmers to the listeners as well. Um, that's an avenue that, <clears throat> uh, people grew up when there was more, more families were farming. So many people remember their grandparents had chickens in the backyard or, you know, their, their grandfather had a dairy farm or so on and so forth. And we've become so far removed from that, that the general public is, is yearning for that. Yeah. And, um, so ecotourism, um, I, I never even really thought about applying that here at Southern Unique Sustainability so much, but yeah. but, but now I do. Well, why, why don't you talk a little bit about that? I mean, as Southern Unique Sustainability, we had we had Justin on our first episode, um, so people kind of got an idea of, of some of the poultry stuff that you guys do, but wh- why don't you talk to us a little bit about that and the idea and just kind of what you guys do out here? Awesome. Yeah, Justin started Southern Unique Sustainability. He's also a co-founder of UFA um he it was a sandlot it was an old palm tree plantation he was um he's more of an engineering kind of guy he was working working at SpaceX and decided that that wasn't enough challenge for him so he wanted to try farming (laughs) (laughs) and uh looking at a blank slate that was nothing but sand here in Florida um he said well how do I how do I build soil? What can I do first? And that became, that was chickens. Um, <clears throat> but the name says it all, Southern Unique Sustainability. Um, the goal is sustainability, is to not take away from the soil when we are farming, but to give back to the soil. Yeah. Um, and also integrative farming. Um, we have plans to erect a large greenhouse and produce organic produce um, using fish poop, which is organic fertilizer. Everything that we do here, we're not certified organic, but we believe in nature's power and uh, in organic uh, organic practices. Uh, so the fish will feed the uh, produce, our extra produce that won't go to market will go to the chickens. Um, the chickens poop, they build soil. Um, and yeah, we have a, a horse and soon some more goats that are our lawnmowers and our tractors. <laughs> and this idea, we're also going to be putting up a mushroom facility um, either here or off site. But just this uh, the integrative farming principle where it is regenerative and it is rebuilding is, is, is our mission. That, that is our mission, is that regenerative um, quality and that everything does feed each other yeah sure i think that's i mean there there's definitely a a big push nowadays for uh you know this kind of permaculture movement and and what you guys are doing even another step to that of i mean let's go over the just the animals the diversity of animals here is is 
the fish, you've got the chickens, you've got the goats, you've got the horses, you've got the guard uh, dogs. What else? You can't the forget dogs, the guard dogs. Course, the dogs <laughs> right? All right. So all these different animals mixed in with not only that, but obviously all the other cultivation that you guys have going on here and having a cycle that is nourishing itself as opposed to one that depletes itself. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's really how you maintain yeah. And the world's become aware that your food is less nutrient-dense when your animals don't have access to go outside, uh-huh. um, when they don't have access to nibble on grass. Chicken are actually grazers. They like to graze grass. A lot of people don't know that, but that fortifies them with more, with more nutrients. And a lot of people are becoming aware at this almost monopoly that we have big chicken you know, as it, as sure. it were. And, um, you know, we, we really love that we're doing our part to kind of, uh, put a little elbow in that market. And cause people are craving this. They want pasture raised. Um, it's organic fed, soy free, gluten free fed wow. chicken. They, wow. they crave it. They drive 15 minutes down a dirt road after they drove 30 minutes <laughs> to get to the dirt road to come out and, they're so happy when they get here, and uh, whether they're buying the backyard chicken or the meat chicken or, or eggs, you know, for them to get to see a farm and see where their food came from, I know it's it's really precious. Yeah, to I people. think that's a very powerful thing, and and I think coming out here is is a unique experience in <laughs> its own self. Just uh, you know, we're there's you know the beaten trail, and then there's off the beaten trail, and then we're kind of behind that. Um, <laughs> But but I think that's all part of the that's all part of the charm and and it's finding a new place and and seeing something that you know I mean most people if you if you're googling uh, poultry production or chicken farms you are not gonna like the images that come up yeah. for the most part yeah and and when you get out here you you really don't even know that it's a chicken farm until all of a sudden you see the Hundreds of chickens that are just <laughs> grazing. Saying, you've got food. You got food. Hey, yeah, hey, exactly. What's going right? on? So, and and you know, I think that's that's something that's important. And and again, you know, those videos of of the mass warehouses just are are horrible and they're horrific yeah. things. And and you know, I mean, I think everyone can agree that you know that's it's not right. And some people have become aware of the working condition. Those farmers, they don't own their chicken. They yeah. essentially have to cover all the overhead. Um, they have to make repairs. And, I mean, just for tiny, the tiniest of margins. And, and I feel so bad for those people because they got into it because they want to go, you know, into farming. And the next they – don't, they don't own their product. Yeah. They, they don't have any control over their product. They can – um, and then they put them in competition with each other. And I mean, and, and that, just what farmers are up against these days uh, leads right back to the mission of why UFA was started. Um, because we need, we need each other. <laughs> we really do. Yeah, sure. <laughs> Especially as, as smaller farmers, if we want to be able to compete against some of the bigger ones, we, mm-hmm. we certainly need to be able to pull our resources and pull our brains and mm-hmm. you know. so let's be honest they have some big budgets for their marketing oh, yeah. yeah and i mean i sometimes they yeah they ship chicken to china to get processed and then ship it back it's 
sometimes. <laughs> I yeah. mean, it's just absurd. Yeah. Well, I guess why don't we why don't we talk a little bit not to not to talk about unpleasant things, so but um, I mean, sure, we're talking about all these fun, happy chickens, but at some point before it becomes dinner, it gets processed. Can you just kind of walk us through? that part is it sure. is it fun is it emotional is it uh, well you know we love our chickens so f- for me especially it's today, sad um you know but it's not it's it, not it, it's not uh, for two reasons one because i know they had a happy life and True. they quality of life they they squat down i they need a butt rub i give them a butt rub <laughs> you know they had they had a great quality of life a lot better than they would have in in other places um and then i know that i am helping feed good food to people um and then beyond that the actual process i used to kind of imagine it might be something awful but it 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 really isn't once you get the chicken into position and you flip it upside down they go into they pass out and um the way that we actually move through the process you don't see them struggle we we practice humane sure um processing practices and um for that reason, you know, they're not getting hung up by their feet on a metal hook and down a process line and everything else. So when everything's considered, I, I don't feel bad. Um, I will say my first run and where I helped out, yeah, yeah, it, it hurt a little bit. Yeah, but, sure. <laughs> okay. but, but yeah. Well, it's okay. I mean, I, I think that's all part of, you know, it's part of the the mission of I of the chicken. alliance of all the groups yeah, yeah exactly is <laughs> if if you know people need to really understand that you know uh, what it takes to make food that, that took work that took years that took months it took days it all mm-hmm. of these things this input and it's just to make this final product mm-hmm. that you know so many of us have come just accustomed to you know, well, you know, I click a, you know, you can click a button and you don't even have to go to the grocery store. They, right. somebody there puts you it in You don't have to get out of your car. And they bring it to you, <laughs> yeah. right? We can do that. And, and that's, that's just furthering that disconnect of someone coming here and realizing that, hey, this is a bird that's been out here grazing freely mm-hmm. and was just sacrificed for my meal by yeah. you. Yeah, in, my, in you. more of a, a spiritual sense, uh, so many of us are disconnected from nature. Um, even I was. I've, I was online uh, preaching and doing press releases and film releases about uh, permaculture-related videos, uh, mushroom-related videos, so on and so forth, working um, alongside with, say, Amazon Watch, trying to save the rainforest, and my fingers are on a computer, and then I'm, I'm so disassociated with nature. And, I mean, I, I literally started to get depressed because my hands weren't in the dirt, and I wasn't. I was disconnected from... You know, what is, you know, what is the purpose of life? You know, the, the purpose of life, we didn't have the luxury of asking ourselves that question, you know, even yeah. just, just decades ago. It's like, okay, let's feed ourselves. But being here on the farm with my hands in the dirt and feeding the chickens and being a part of the cycle of life, um, it, it has a lot of spiritual value for me as well. 
um, for sure. For Good, sure. that's interesting. I, and I'm not all that surprised to hear you say that because I think there's a lot of people that regardless of you know, regardless of your necessarily spiritual practices or religious beliefs that that feel some sort of connection with nature, whether it's, you know, people that go skiing in the mountains or like to go hiking Absolutely. or, you know, just walks on the beach or going mm-hmm. out on a boat. Those are all very different ways yeah. that people feel a connection with nature. And one of them that you can get is by coming out on a farm Absolutely. by just being outside i mean again uh, you know it's really I, taking off uh, the ptsd recovery for the veterans oh yeah. they're starting to get them out in the, on the farms out oh in yeah. nature of course but yeah. now um directly to the farm to um yeah i didn't mean to cut you off no there, no, no 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 it's huge. true <laughs> but i mean it's it's i mean it's very true with, it's true with that and it's true with you know a lot of the classroom stuff and education wise and things like that where you know people are finding that that if you're getting the more you get people outside the more that stimulates your mind the more mm-hmm. it stimulates learning the the better effects it has on your overall health well-being and mental happiness yeah. which is all part of it right? and the demand that we're seeing not only through the nonprofit but the demand at the farm and um and even say you know you farm um I tell people, I'm like, we have baby chicks for sale, yes. And I go, but you could go to Red Barn. And no, 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 we want to come out to the farm. We want to <laughs> drive down the long dirt road yeah, and, and come on out there. But you see that, like, people, they're, they're yearning for it. We really, we need to keep agriculture in our communities. And another challenge that a lot of us face is developers are coming in quick and there's no zoning or coding to set aside this area for agriculture so that food can actually be produced locally for these people and that they will have access to being able to visit a farm um and we i would like to say collectively i mean we're we're pretty concerned about that and and for the general public as a whole it's important we need we need to keep our farmers going and agriculture and the culture of agriculture going yeah i mean it's it's i couldn't agree more i think um you know i mean i think that's why we're here doing this that's all, all part of it is you know we're trying to at least create a platform where you know members of our community and other communities can come together and we can share these common goals common ideas and hopefully affect some change mm-hmm. the way we would like to say it. Absolutely. Good. And uh, to speak of another fun idea, speaking of people wanting to uh, visit farms, I know you and I had talked a lot about the farm tour idea. Yeah? Yeah. I want I want to hear your perspective on that. Yeah, bit. so, I, I mean, I guess what, um, you know, one of the projects that we're working on uh, with the Alliance is, is creating a farm tour uh and and you know kind of the way that i would see it working is that there's a couple of more than a couple at this point but a, a member organizations member farms like yours like mine um you against Stefan Boz mm-hmm. yeah the same kind of guys and um you know there's enough of us in this area that i'm hoping if we can kind of put together a map for folks and uh you know, kind of let them see, here's what you see at each place. Here's what's, uh, you know, generally speaking for sale. Here's the hours. Mm -hmm. And, 
you know, go check out Eric's check duck out. farm. Yeah, exactly. Go check it out. Go so, check and, out Bosley's farm in the hood. Well, and that's what's that's what's fun. You know, I think that's what's fun for people. At the very least, it's fun for me. I'll say to you know, every time I meet a new character or somebody new comes to the group, oh, can I come to see your place? Oh, yeah, come on out. And every time you go, it's something completely different. Most mm-hmm. of the time, something I never either never heard of or never thought of or. You know, mm-hmm. some of the ideas, you know, are comical, but most of the time it's just, you know, hey, this is a creative way yep. that somebody's thought to make a little, whether make a little money on the side or run a proper business or, or whatever. I mean, I'll, you know, mm-hmm. a lot of folks, you know, especially when you're first getting into agriculture, I find it's, um, you know, it's hard to make that jump to quit your job and just go, well, I'm going to go do this where, you know, where's the money coming from? So, so a lot of folks, it's a part-time thing that you build up and all of a sudden it's a little more than a part-time thing. And then maybe Mm -hmm. you need some help and now all of a sudden you're off and running. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I mean, that's, that's part of the fun though, is it's, it's going around. And, and so I think that's something that we're hoping to provide to folks is a, 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 easier means of access and easier central location to find and get on some of these properties where you can interact with someone that is growing or producing directly food that you can eat. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, you know, that's obviously something that's, you don't get a lot of access to, you know, and I understand because of health concerns and things like that, but at the same time, like we talked about having an understanding of what it took to produce that pepper, to produce that chicken, um, is an important thing and, and a good way to get out of the house and off a little screen time too while you're at it. Absolutely. And then another overarching mission of the nonprofit is to really get this food to table. Um, we don't have large distribution channels for us i mean we have uh, my ads that i post and Uh so on and so forth um back in the day we used to have a farmer's market like a warehouse that was set up in um close to west palm beach i think even and where farmers local farmers could bring their product their produce their their product and uh, restaurant owners could shop local we don't have that anymore um, and then an even greater challenge, which hopefully, you know, responsibly and one foot in front of the other, we can start getting local food and healthy food into the school systems as well. Um, you know, the quality of our food today, it's tough. Um, my mom and I, um, Mimi, <laughs> she's wonderful, and she loves to cook, and she loves to cook. And then I started learning about um the effects of pesticides on the soil and the microbiome of the soil and the microbiome of your gut and so on and so forth and all these new illnesses and diseases we have that are just skyrocketing and we're like what's going on what's going on but then when you look at food production and you look how many chemicals are being snuck into processing food that might be a byproduct of a manufacturing process that they just wanted to get rid of and now they're dumping it in our foods and now my poor mother's going to the grocery store buying food off the shelves 
And she's like, what, what's the big deal? Because she thinks it's the food that she grew up on or even that she raised me on. But sure. it's not the same food anymore. And my, my son was even having a little trouble in his kindergarten class because he had so much energy. She's a teacher said, oh, he's, he's having trouble focused. Do you, do you notice this at home? Oh, he's a five-year-old, and he thinks he's a ninja. So, I mean, yeah, he has a lot of energy. But I, I asked her, I said, well, you know, what is it that – are you noticing it before lunch, after lunch? And uh, I didn't get a response that day, but that day when he brought his backpack home, I found this, like, pound of sugar in the shape of a donut. It was oh. a sugar – coated donut hydrogenated oils and just pure sugar and i'm like and it landed on the table like a rock <laughs> i'm like well i think i've narrowed down what the problem is here <laughs> so i started packing him a lunch and and you know and i know the school teachers would love it if we could get some healthier food to these kids as well you know i know everybody wants it but for us if we could find a streamlined way to do that and really put some heads together I just think that'd be wonderful. Yeah, I think that's a very powerful thing. And, um, you know, I mean, you hit it right on the head is it's, you know, getting into schools, getting into even, you know, I mean, chain restaurants is a similar comparison or uh, hospitals is yeah. is not wow. the easiest task only because of all the regulations mm-hmm. and all the paperwork and all the everything that needs mm-hmm. to be done. <clears throat> and um you're right but i mean where where do we where do we need our healthy food the most you know there's a there's a member another member organization uh locks farms that's working on a program right now with a hospital yes. where they are providing organic produce to sick patients. To patients and and again that's that's a new program that they've had to go through years of work to even be able to get going and get established mm-hmm. and good for them but but these are the kinds of resources the kinds of things that we're hoping we can support. share and support, support those and people. back How can we and help? all of the above because we all know that's where it needs to be that's where it should be mm-hmm. and you know it's like you said if if you are what you eat then yeah if you're a, a big ball of sugar you're gonna act like it right you're gonna act like it (laughs) yeah we're up you know any farmers or agriculturists anybody that's sustainability minded um they know what kind of hurdles we're up against Uh, we're up against some big challenges and the only thing that's going to get us out of it is creativity finding our niche markets and working together and supporting each other and you know collective barn raisings you need <laughs> yeah, a plot I of land it. come you know, like Wilnerd, come 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 grow your carnivorous plants here get your business off sure. the ground that's fine sure. cool <laughs> yeah good but well good well all right i think um does that give us a wrap for this episode i think of the seed pod what do you think producer cricket uh, yeah. Thanks again. <laughs> Thanks again yeah. to Cricket for being so gracious to host us and Southern Unique and Christina, of course, for your time and yeah. And to wrap it up, um, really, if you if you guys can like, subscribe, whatever buttons you have to do here, because um, if you like this kind of content 
and you want us to bring this on the airwaves, we'd love to hear what you think. Uh, we'd love your support. We need your support so we can keep going, and, and we'd love to uh, go on to interview more of our members and bring great information in. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and uh, I guess next meeting is uh, February 20th. 20th. That's a Thursday at U-Farm. 6 p.m. at U Farm. So we have the reception starts about 5. You can okay. show up early. The okay, official reception. meeting kicks off at 6 p.m. Okay. But um, everybody usually shows up about an hour early so we can get our refreshments, munch on some food, network, get to Great. meet new members. And, and everybody's welcome. Again, you don't have to be a farmer. You can be a person with a couple chickens in your backyard. You can have an eco store in Tequesta. You can, you know, if you're just, if you're in this mindset of let's preserve these amazing values of sustainability, um, come on out. Everybody's welcome. Well, fantastic. I love it. Um, and I will certainly be there. I will see you there. Um, and again, uh, don't forget to like us, subscribe, whatever, I, and, and keep an eye out for the next episode. Hopefully we can keep these going. This is, uh, this is always fun. All right. Thanks so much, Mr. Kyle, right. our host. Thanks to you guys. <laughs> Bye, everyone. Bye.